ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ಟುಡೇ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ ಫೋರ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ನೈನ್ ಆರ್ ಸ್ಪೆಸಿಫಿಕ್ ಫೋಕಸ್ ವಿಲ್ ಬಿ ಆನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟೋ ಫೋರ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ನೈನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ನೈನ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಎಸ್ ಸೈಕಲ್ ಎಸ್ ಟಾಕ್ಸ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ನಾರದ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರಾಚೀನ ಬಾಡಿ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಗೋಸ್ ಎಸ್ ಫಾಲೋಸ್ ಅನೇನ ಪುರುಷೋ ದೇಹ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ 
to different types of so-called enjoyment, lamentation, fear, happiness and unhappiness. According to this explanation, one can clearly understand that the that originally the living entity was as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his pure spiritual existence. However, when the mind becomes polluted by desires or sense gratification in the material world, the living entity drops into the material condition as explained in this verse. Thus, he begins his material existence, which means that he transmigrates from one body to another and becomes more and more entangled in material existence. The process of Krishna consciousness by which one always thinks of Krishna is the transcendental process by which one can revert to his original spiritual existence. Devotional service means always thinking of Krishna. Man mana bhava mad bhakto mad diyaji maam namaskuru maam evaishya satyam te pratijane priyosine Always think of me and become my devotee. Worship me and offer your homage unto me. Thus you will come to me without failing. I promise you this because you are my very dear friend. Bhagavad Gita 18.65 One should always engage in the Lord's devotional service. As recommended in the Archana Marga, one should worship the deity in the temple and constantly offer obeisances to the spiritual master and the deity. These processes are recommended to one who actually wants to become free from material entanglement. Modern psychologists can study the actions of the mind, thinking, feeling and willing, but they are unable to go deep into the matter. This is due to their lack of knowledge and to their not being associated with the liberated Acharya. This is our central point for today. This is due to their lack of knowledge and due to their not being associated with the liberated Acharya. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 4.2 Evam Param Paraprapdam Imam Raja Shayogudu Sakalinayamanda Yogonashtarandama. This supreme science was thus received to the chain of disciplic succession, and the saintly case understood it in this way, in that way. But in course of time the succession was broken, and therefore the science as it appears to be lost. As it is, the science is now lost. Guided by so-called psychologists and philosophers, this is another important point. Guided by so-called psychologists and philosophers, people in the modern age do not know the activities of the subtle body and thus cannot understand what is meant by the transmigration of the soul. In these matters, we have to take the authorized statements of Bhagavad Gita 2.13. Dehino Svanyatade as the embodied soul continuously passes in this body, from boyhood to youth to old age, the soul similarly passes into another body at death. The self-realized soul is not bewildered by such a change. 
unless all human society understands this important verse in bhagavad gita civilization will advance in ignorance not in knowledge om ajnati mirandhasya jnanaanjana shalakaya chakshur nitam yena tasmay sri gurave namaha श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्टम स्थापितम ये नभूतले स्वयं रूप कदाम ददाति स्वपदातिकम मुखाम करोति वाचालम पंगुम लंघायते गिरीं यहाँ वंदे श्री गुरु दीनतारिणम वाचाकतरोभ्यपासिंधुभ्य पतीताभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Hmm? 
there is prison break and then there is uh, you know, in the 1970s you know, Clint Eastwood had this uh, that escape from Alcatraz jail so there are so many such movies on this on this theme and then there are a lot of documentaries also on the on on the world's uh, most uh, difficult jails to break so i i always was attracted to this jailbreak kind of movie somehow don't ask me why and to the life of these people who are on death row very early in my life i was thinking what what does a man think? because i didn't know question about this I was thinking, what if somebody was told that they are going to die, you know, and they have nothing to do, and they will just sit in a room, and then they have to wait till someone just puts them on a lethal injection or a what is it, electric chair or you know, whatever. So, and I used to sometimes hear the interviews of those people. You know. They were interviewed and say, "Do you know you are going to go next tomorrow to uh, the electric chair or whatever?" And that guy says, "Yeah, I know it." You know. And then, what's your last wish? last meal and whatever so somehow i you know i used to uh, always be intrigued by this what does a man go through when he knows he's going to go to mars because after that we came to know about marishit uh, maharaj who came to know that of course in different circumstances but still so um so when you when you um, when you go through this world's toughest prisons there are few general characteristics that you will see regardless of which one is okay that it may be hmm? guantanamo bay or this uh, alcatraz or whatever albatross or whatever they call it <laughs> so the common theme is that jail is a difficult place hmm? it's an extremely difficult place nobody wants to be there hmm? that much is 100% sure people get frustrated in the jail hmm? now the problem with the world's toughest prisons is that these world's toughest prisons are for those people who have escaped ordinary prisons <laughs> and have been caught again right and then they are sent to these world's toughest prisons these prisons there is no chance of someone escaping no chance because they are fortified in fact this um, alcatraz prison which is in san francisco somewhere near that it's an island okay so the whole prison is built on a rock so where will you drill and go <laughs> from down also you can't drill like the famous drug dealer el chapo he escaped three times from jail okay so he dug underground and escaped through the toilet right so but uh, this is built on rock so how do you escape but still people are smart <laughs> what do they look for they look for that small ray of hope they keep looking 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 and the good part is when one person in the jail finds out that small ray which comes through some small small hole which is there can i really enlarge this hole and i can slowly slowly scoop it out or drill something i will do obviously you can drill in the jail there will be noise so what they do they do several kinds of planning and to escape a jail one man cannot do it it needs team work others have to help but why will others help when they also have a stake in there <laughs> what is that stake in the chair right so there will be a team which they will form you know in the when they are dining with each other and they discuss one fellow will be a welder one fellow will be a carpenter one fellow will be <laughs> everyone has different skill sets right one fellow will be a civil you know contractor kind of like plumbing and other stuff <laughs> so they will discuss ideas and together they will work supporting each other 
people who have different different skills you know, in the whole group right and then they say okay together let's help each other escape and as a team using that small ray which they get uh, one day there prison break that is how most many movies you know which you see observe you know, are based on this particular theme so there is a story of a small girl one small girl one day and she also uh, uh, went to a jail this part didn't go to jail like because she was a criminal or something she was also you know kind of uh, intrigued by this and she also felt sorry for all these jail inmates because these these jails are so notorious of course criminals are also no less notorious but these jails are so bad that even in the toughest jail when you are put in a room the room is so small that you can't do much people go mad you can just walk three steps here and walk three steps there right and then there is some small sunlight that comes in and you are allowed to read books that's all you can do in the world toughest prison there is no other activity okay sometimes they give you some paid job here and there but they are also what happens because criminals are criminals they fight with each other inside that jail also right and when they fight with each other they are put in what is what in hindi is called as kal kotri kal kotri means dungeon that's not even a jail that's the most horrible because even that small ray of light doesn't come there it's darkness just imagine you put in darkness in a room people go mad crazy after coming out from there okay and then they are warned now don't do any you know don't have any problem with other prisoners otherwise you go again into the dark room and nobody wants the dark room so so when you when you, when you see this you know horrible situation uh, uh, inside the jail then one then eventually realizes that there is no other way just have to get out of this place so and a person on the outside when you see it you know yes definitely they have to be punished but when you see some really inhuman condition sometimes you think why are these people suffering again and again they do this crime again and they come out on parole also what they do they like go and stab someone again they go there right? so a person from outside is always thinking okay is there a way that this fellow who's caught in this cycle can can be taught how to escape this place can give him some buddhi some intelligence by which he doesn't have to suffer this so thus thinking a small girl not very mature but very uh, kind hearted girl so what she did was one day she actually went to a jail with this thought can i do something to help these people so she had a small gift in her hand okay and uh, a gift pack in her hand and uh, she had a letter along with that attached to this gift pack and she gave it to the superintendent of the jail saying that you know i want you to go and give this gift pack along with this letter to the most condemned prisoner who has no chance okay the most condemned prisoner in this jail who is the most suffering also usually right now what was there in the gift pack in the gift pack there were heaps and heaps of spiritual and religious books for this person and in the note she had written a letter empathizing with the situation of this most condemned prisoner she doesn't know who he or she is but and then but by the end of the note she wrote you may be you may have done whatever you have done but in the eyes of god in the eyes of police you are most one but in the eyes of god you are still his child in the eyes of god whatever you may be you are still his child 
So, what happened was when the superintendent went to the most hardened criminal in the jail and gave him this letter, and he read, especially this line, last line, he had tears in his eyes and he was moved. But someone thought of him like that. And then, to reciprocate this girl, because he was so moved, so he wrote a letter back and said, please deliver it to this girl, whoever gave it to And in his letter, he said, I agree, I am the most condemned of all prisoners. Okay, I never hesitated to kill. I was hardened. What do you call that? Thick skin. Thick skin. Hardened in everything. I have taken third degree and everything. So very hardened guy. But I must admit, I am afraid of death. My own death. I must admit, I must admit that. Right? And it is coming. Right? But he says, and I know that I must face death in the near future because they have told me that I am going to die. However, having read your sentence that in the eyes of God, you will always be his child. Okay. Having read that, now the fear of death has considerably lessened for me. Because I know these people in the jail, the jailers, the warden, they don't love me. <laughs> Neither they probably, by their own behaviors, they are not going to be in any position to reform me. But I know that there is someone up there. Now you told me that he loves me. Okay. So I have some hope in my life. From a life of fear, now this hope will give me fearlessness. That I have something at the end of this dark tunnel of you know, incarcerated existence. So, similar to this particular uh, girl, who is this girl in this analogy that we just spoke? This girl represents pure Vaishnavas. Pure Vaishnavas, from time to time, they come down to this Alcatraz where we are all. <laughs> this is our journey. <laughs> Except we don't know it. Okay, we can't see this darkness. It's subtle, it's not gross like the light, like that jail. The beatings are also there in this jail. The water Durga Devi keeps us in this jail. It's tough, tough on people. Trigunami, Trigunka Katrina. The beauty about this jail is that it is not fortified, it is not sitting on any kind of rock. It is open everywhere. But no one wants to escape this jail. There are no gates, nothing. By one's own desire, all continues in this jail. That's the problem. So, Prabhupada says that this desire, which in this translation we see today, by virtue of the process of the subtle body, which is the mind, the living entity develops and gives up gross bodies. The soul becomes to different types of so called enjoyment and animation. There is some enjoyment in that day also. Sometimes they give you good food in that day, they give you an interesting novel to read. So, the desire to escape may go down. So, these, so these, the pure Vaishnavas, they are like this girl who visit this particular jail and whose only job is to come and give a ray of hope to all of us. The interesting point is, when these Masihas, when these Vaishnavas come to this particular jail, okay, they don't see the crime. 
they focus less on the crime or they focus less on the criminal but they focus on the root cause of why this person is doing as such and they know also really what is the root cause shila bhakti siddhanta sarasvati said the root cause of all problems is lack of consciousness therefore rupa goswami says in nectar of devotion he quotes he quotes yena tena prakarena man krishne neveshayet which means somehow or other yena tena prakarena some form or other they say it they say it yena tena prakarena somehow man krishne neveshayet somehow or other fix your mind on krishna then your life is successful now in this section naradhuni is one such girl she is trying to stand convince this fellow rajin bari so many verses this section is not ending only <laughs> and sometimes you know you think what more can i tell you in this section if you are on the roster in this section naradhuni is going to tell you is not giving up right so there is a long story after telling the whole gorajan story this fellow is not understood okay he is saying i didn't understand then naradhuni says okay i'll make it further i'll talk about it and then after again naradhuni gives an indication then he realizes this fellow is still blank okay he still has karma kind of tendencies so naradhuni now is not even asking him he is continuing right so for chapters and chapters it is continuing and this chapter itself has got some idea in 75 verse again there are some 10 more verses there right so he is going on and on now in one way if you see it in a no in another way this is the compassion of a vaishnava right he is not giving up on, on this prachin uh, bhakti so he is trying to convince him that don't be in this jail so so vaishnavas are extremely merciful and today's proper proper is actually highlighting that point only proper says that people you know people need the association of a liberated acharya they need a solution without that they will not even get develop the desire forget about after developing the desire and the knowledge then they actually practicing and then you know escaping that's a different story altogether so this is you know uh, a typical uh, example of a long conversation it takes you know uh, it takes a long time to, to bring someone into krishna consciousness keep someone in the krishna consciousness sustain their desire and by that time our own desire also will be there after we will fall down preaching to someone that is also possible so it's not easy so proper gives the you know an interesting example in his uh, uh, books that just as water is very pure when it is falling from the sky but when it comes in contact with the ground it gets polluted so ಪ್ರಭಾಸ್ಟ್ರೀಸ್ ಪ್ರಭಾತಿ 
different conceptions of life from one body to another as the air carries aroma. Thus, he must take one kind of body and again quits it to take another body. This is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita and many, many verses this is mentioned. But, does one want to escape? Yes, he could still. Some people want to escape. But they don't know how to escape. So the process is only Krishna consciousness. Manmanamavadam Bhakta. Prabhupada is mentioning in today's verse. It's a simple process. Surrender yourself to Lord Krishna. Think about Lord Krishna. But people are not interested. Again and again this comes. It's not something new that we are hearing today. People are not interested. What do speak of uh, people outside? Even devotees say, ah, I have heard so many times, oh, we have fallen into the spiritual world, we come in contact with the material world. Tell me something new. <laughs> Tell me about it. Even in this section, when we are reading the purport, there is a tired expression on it. Oh, one more of those purports. Nobody is eager to say, yeah, are we born from the spiritual world? Are we contaminated? No one thinks about this. Like so our mind is like that, what to do? Despite hearing anything, but we will still not develop desire to get out of this material world. If some enjoyment comes, we will still hear about the Lord, we will hear again and again. So Prabhupada says that even if, you know, if it happens in devotee communication, what to speak of outside? Now outside, what is the problem? So Prabhupada writes in this purport. Prabhupada says, misguided by so-called spiritualists, mundane scholars, psychologists, psychiatrists, all these people are together misguided and the so-called good people which is good you know that is a good person sometimes people are always full of goodness on their self I have to stand up for the right things in life and both people say all these things so similarly Prajin Bharati now what is happening he has rubbed the whole story from Narada and then Prajin Bharati is also saying the same thing that's why Prabhupada is quoting here. Prajin Bharati is saying that thank you for giving me this knowledge all throughout my life, I have, I have been misguided by the so-called spiritualists, philosophers, psychologists, psychiatrists, whatever. I don't know whether Prajim Bari went to psychiatrists. But <laughs> essentially his psychiatrists were all those so-called people who were giving him the process of misguiding him into karma and diverting him into so many other processes. So he has met so many brahmanas, so many gurus he had during his reign. But nobody gave him this what Naradhani is now giving him. Now, and Naradhaniya, now what is doing? Naradhaniya is saying to help with all those fellows, whatever is going to be. Not technically whatever, right? So he is condemning whatever the other fellows are giving. It's diametrically opposite to what, to what those fellows said. Because those fellows always told him ways of enjoying present life. But Naradhaniya is telling him there is no way, no hope. I am giving you a ray of hope. And using that ray of hope, now you have to get out of the material world. And Naradhaniya is waiting that till he understands what is that ray of hope. He is persisting with it. So, Prabhupada talks about all this, psychology, psychiatrists, etc. and says that they don't know themselves, they don't know what is the goal of life. They neither know Sambandha, Abhidaya, Prajana, nothing they know, but still they talk. So, not everyone knows. They, and, and even the so-called spiritualists who have studied the Vedas, they don't know the purpose of the Vedas. So, therefore, they focus more on the uh, Karma Kanda section, the Jnana Kanda, the Upasana Kanda section and not on the Bhakti section. So it's like the blind leading the blind. So once Srila Prabhupada was approached by a lady monk, and the lady monk came and then she said, I work on interfaith. 
so we are holding an interfaith conference so we wanted to invite your good self so prabhupada said what is the topic he said promoting peace in the material world creating a material world where everyone can stay peaceful together so prabhupada said prabhupada said you prabhupada said you are trying to find out how a toilet can be a comfortable place <laughs> how can toilet be a comfortable place your theme is itself incorrect rather you guide people on how to stay nice outside the toilet <laughs> not in the same but prabhupada said prabhupada really came to the point prabhupada said the matter for the like a toilet so tell them how to get out of this place and live happily there is no chance i don't know what you will be discussing obviously she went there and then she came again and then proper anyway what is that quarantine don't come with two hands away and then so so um these messages whatever this saintly personality say they do not resonate with those uh, people with those who are so called samaritans because these samaritans themselves don't know how to explicate themselves from this material world the so called good people we care they say we care i remember many years back there was this song we are the world we are the children you know so you heard that song we are the ones who make a better day so let's start giving so what did it was they called all these people very calling they still on line and they see one that no everyone was lined up and then they made this beautiful album and it had millions and millions fine it was good but at the end of the day what it was saying it was just saying help people on the body platform there was no there was no one line in that which ever talks about escaping from this prison and great personalities all the greatest singers of the world were brought together and none of them really knows atmatattva so therefore these people cannot help at best what will happen they ask us they guide us to open hospitals to donate to you know to do some donations to charity open some schools here and there do peace rally etc when i was in canada i was asking one of my colleagues i said what are you doing weekend i'm going for a run cross country run i said why suddenly you are doing so he said that you know, to support the cause of aids i said come on i know this fellow <laughs> so he was a little bit of a lusty fellow he was so then he told me actually you know a lot of girls are going to come there they are all going to run they going to run so i will have a good time watching them so i was participating in that <laughs> so this is the point and then what will happen cause of aids when you see people who are naked literally and running on the road what will happen will you no you will generate funds for aid research but people will get lusty desire and further it will promote aids right so whatever problem you are trying to solve you are actually you know increasing that problem right so no idea of what to do okay the whole idea is generate money do research and then you know if aid comes how to create a vaccine and cure it but don't work on removing lust from the heart of human beings so extremely reactive solution the world is okay so um and and this happens in many spiritual organizations even in india i was talking to one devotee whose family is attached to one baba babu 
people do not know where to go for. And sometimes the sad part is people go and then they come out, not relation. That is even worse, right? And sometimes people go for something which is almost bona fide. That is again very dangerous. Almost very bona fide. For example, let us take some aspects of a bona fide. And I was talking about this in the Bhakti Vaibhav uh, on, on uh, last Saturday. Uh, in, in some other context, in the context of second kind of Shrimad Bhagavatam, we are talking about this. How do you know? So there are three or four parameters which are there. The first is Sampradaya. This person has to come from a bona fide Sampradaya. Sampradaya is like a university. Right? I cannot say, uh, you ask me, uh, I have pain in my head. I said, yeah, I think in Europe, I will operate on you. <laughs> then you will ask me, yeah, but are you doctor? I know, I have seen my dad operating so many things. I would have no problem with that. You don't have to go to Medicare, I will. you come say thank you very much. I'll see you later, right? I have to study in a university which is recognized. If I tell you, yeah, I studied in Melbourne University. I'm a doctor from there. Ah, okay, okay, right. Recognized university, world class university, right? So then you get confidence. So like that, university like this sampradaya. There are four sampradayas. One starting from Lakshmi, Sri Sampradaya, there is Brahma Sampradaya, where we come, started from Brahma, not Brahma, Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya, the university, where we are all studying Krishna consciousness and practicing. And third is Rudra Sampradaya, by Lord Shiva, and then the Kumara Sampradaya, by the four Kumaras. Right? And then anything else is coming from this, every other sub sampradaya, all branches coming out from this, including ours. So, so, we will find these bona fide spiritual masters in one if we take shelter under the umbrella of genuine university. However, sampradaya itself is not enough. Okay? There are enough people who say that we are from Nityananda Vamsh or they say we are from this Vamsh and that Vamsh. But we are all Gaudiya sampradaya, which is fine. There is still they say that and they say that we are the ones who are, who can, we are the only ones who can be spiritual masters. Okay. Or sometimes people coming under Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya, they may tell you that you don't, you know, we will directly take you to uh, Raghavan without any way. Okay. So you from tomorrow onwards, don't hear the holy name. No, we will give you, we will teach you how to meditate on Ashtakaliya. So people with lot of lust, greed, anger, pride, everything in their heart, suddenly go to them, you will find that these people are leaving. Sometimes people have left this one. I know one person personally. When I was many years back, when I was in Toronto, one person left Islam. She initiated the old, okay? Left Islam and went. Behind some Baba who said that, you know, we will, we will leave you this, right? So, sometimes Gaudiya, Sampradaya also may look like that, but it is not, it's not where you want to go. Then, second, within the Sampradaya is Matta or institution. So, under the Gaudiya Madhva Sampradaya, there are several institutions. Satanya Saraswat Mart, Gaudiya Mart, and Iswan is one such Mata or institution. So there is a college which is affiliated to the university, an institute which is affiliated to the university where you study the subject matter. So you have to study under a recognized university. But then there is Iswan and then there is the other Iswan, right? Within that also sometimes you can get caught and go into Ritvikism, right? As if they are there, they are also Iswan. Prabhupada is the Everything is fine. But 
Prabhupada's lineage, we do not accept. It is not sincere. We are clearly saying that it is not correct. Right? Why? Suppose Prabhupada himself said that my disciples should become spiritual masters. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Yara Daiki Tare Kara Krishna Right? So, as long as someone is having the qualities, which is the other aspect, Vacho Vegam, Manasa Prodha Vegam, Jiva Vegam, Bhara Prashtha Vegam, Eta Vegam, Sarva Mahapipan Pratyam So, if you have the qualities of control over the tongue, belly, genitals, etc., then you are qualified to be a spiritual master. So why not, if a Prabhupada disciple okay, is having all those qualities, how can we you know, uh, say that the person is not qualified to be a spiritual master? Okay. So sometimes so many things can happen and people can get deviated even with no under uh, institution. So see the kind of risks here also. So now, now even within, with, with all these things in place, if we can get deviated, what to speak of the outsiders, right? So the absolute, you know, highly vulnerable these people are with all these so psychologists who are not even from any sampradaya nor matha. What to speak of deviation from spirituality? They don't even know the basics of spirituality to do the deviation, right? Right. So this is the situation of the world. So, in today's purport, Prabhupada is you now hammering this point that the psychologists, etc., Prabhupada says, the basic problem with the psychologists etc., and all these people are that they cannot go beyond the analysis of thinking, feeling, willing. Mm-hmm. Prabhupada writes in this purport today, which we read some time back, and analysis of the mind. Mm-hmm. So, mind is again subtle body, right? And mind is made of matter. So, these people cannot go beyond matter. Because the fundamental flaw here is that you are trying to escape matter through understanding material science. So, you cannot escape matter by knowledge of matter. It's not possible. Right? So, therefore, one needs to go above material science to spiritual science. Otherwise, what will happen? The psychologists, etc., they will only give material solutions to material problems. They are not going to give spiritual solutions to material problems. Just like you know, many years back when I heard the SSRC, Radha Gopinath Prabhu say, which all of you know, he says that every science, the tools which are for physics are not relevant for chemistry. In physics, you use a vernier calculator, for example, okay, to do something. But in chemistry, you cannot measure the acidity or alkalinity of a solution by using a vernier calculator. Okay. Let me see what is the reason. Not possible. There you have to use a litmus paper. Using a micrometer, you cannot uh, see, okay, let me see the diameter of coronavirus. Not possible. Right? By the time you do that, you are dead. <laughs> because you can't even see that. Right? So then there is a different tool, a different science is here, which is not applicable to another branch of science. So here it is microscope, right? Then there is telescope, right? You cannot say, if microscope can make small objects look big, why can't I use a microscope and look upwards no? and see more small moon big? There you need another science, which is telescope, right? So like that, from even within material science, the tools are different. Therefore, and this is spiritual science. Therefore, more and more you engage in understanding, analysis of the mind, thinking, religion, you are only going to approach the solution by deeper, going deeper and deeper into matter, then you are eventually not going to find out the way of coming out of matter. So Prabhupada is mentioning that also in today's purpose. And then, Prabhupada says, 
therefore material intelligence is no good. In, in fact, in his uh, book, Krishna Consciousness, the topmost yoga system, again, one of the small books of Rupa, Rupa says, Bhagavad Gita begins where human intelligence fails. Bhagavad Gita begins where human intelligence fails. Arjun was also doing this cause effect analysis, right, during his own intelligence. But, but his intelligence did not take him anywhere in the battlefield of Kurukshetra. So where this intelligence stopped and he stopped lamenting, then Krishna started speaking the Bhagavad Gita. Similar to what you are telling in your podcast, very good Okay. So, when our intelligence stops, then we can see this higher wisdom. So, um, now, the mind, as you know, few days back in the last Bhagavatam class, I was speaking this, so I just remember this, that the mind controls the senses. In the sense, the mind is like a queen who controls all the senses. Do this, do that, do that. And then the senses are all running. Yes, madam. <laughs> they are all running. But, if the mind is the queen, the king is the, the intelligence is the king. So, through, through intelligence, you have to control this mind. So, therefore, Shri Prabhupada advises us that we must take shelter of the book, Bhagavatam, the scriptures, to control this mind through intelligence. But, person Bhagavatam is also important. As we said, book Bhagavatam is there. But, Prabhupada, if you read that uh, purport uh, to Canto 1, text, I think chapter 2, 18th verse, the famous verse, Nasta Prayeshwara Bhagavatishu, Nityam Bhagavatishu, Bhagavati Uttama Shloke, Bhakti Bhavati Naishtikan. Prabhupada writes the purport. Prabhupada says that you have to go to person Bhagavat. Book Bhagavat is great, Prabhupada says. But it is the person Bhagavat who can explain to you how to practically implement that which is given in the book Bhagavatam. Right? It is the person Bhagavat who will advise us to study the book Bhagavat in a sequence. Because if that does not happen, then what happens? We will tomorrow become also a person Bhagavat, but professional person Bhagavat, who will directly talk only about 10 candles with some musician behind us and sell our cassettes and CDs and USBs for $30. That is what will happen. professional Bhagavat will do that. They come up with some you know, nice music, they talk about, they will never talk about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, nobody ever start chanting after hearing all that. People only buy cassettes and go home, and for, for their pleasure, they, still, they, they just, you know, Hear all this music, that's all. I also went to a professional Bhagavad Gita. I know that. And, but songs are really good in Hindi. <laughs> in Hindi, we call Dinchak music. They make it a tanda, tanda, you know, all that will be there. All that electrifying musical effects will be there in their bhajans, right? So I used to keep it full volume in my house <laughs> and then tell everyone I'm really spiritual. But didn't start even chanting after hearing so many. So they can't you know, change your mind. You have to go to the right person Bhagavad. Because the right person Bhagavad will help us and understand how to implement the book Bhagavad in our lives. We need that guidance. Otherwise they make mistakes. Our doubts will never be cleared. So Jayapur Swami Maharaj, Jayapur Swami was asked a question. He was asked a question. The question was to him, if an advanced devotee comes from outside, okay. let's say an advanced devotee is visiting that temple, okay. What should we focus on? Should we focus on our own Bhagavatam study 
Lord Chaitanya's assistant, Prabhupada mm-hmm. Bhattacharya, who was going along with Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, actually he was cautioning Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You are going to this forest, there is wild animals, you know, and then you are saying, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, what some animals come, you know, wild animals come. So he was cautioning, right? Uh, don't chant so loudly, you will attract the wild animals. But uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued chanting and they passed one after the other uh, uh, milestone in the forest without any disturbance. And then after that, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sat near a river, he took bath, he chanted his Gayatri. And as soon as he got up, they saw wild elephants come. Like that. And then what Mahaprabhu did? Mahaprabhu simply took water from there and he splashed it on the elephants. As soon as he did that, the elephants started chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. They started chanting loudly and rolling on the carpet in ecstasy. This is difficult to understand, right? Elephants. And then tiger came there. When tiger came in front of Mahaprabhu, what happened? Tiger also raised two uh, hands and started chanting Hare Krishna. This is, this is only Mahaprabhu can do this. Right? So deer and then deer and tiger. Usually when tiger sees deer, it sees food. Where will you see a deer and tiger embracing and dancing together? <laughs> like in Hari Krishna. That also happened there. Right? And finally Lord Dejana Mahaprabhu, he crossed the Ganges and then came to Varanasi. When he came to Varanasi, he delivered people who were more difficult than the tigers. Who are those? Mayavadis, right? Mm. <laughs> Difficult assignment, right? So, now his associates, like Tapan Mishra and all, they actually again cautioned Mahaprabhu, like, you know, Balabhadra Bhattacharya cautioned against Tiger, but these people cautioned against Mayavadis, the so-called Babas and Bapus of the world, right? So, he cautioned them, saying that Varanasi is a seat of learning of Mayavadi, personalistic philosophy. And then he said, but, you know, and, and worst is, there is one fellow right at the top. He is the leader of this whole gang, Mayavad gang. His name is Prakashananda Saraswati. And he has got 60,000 disciples on top of him. Full of Vakanasi is his disciples. Right? So Mahaprabhu, and then this Prakashananda Saraswati is a, is a hardcore impersonalist. And so Mahaprabhu went to these people also. After delivering the animals, he went to these animals. <laughs> so he went there and he. Uh, started preaching the message of Krishna consciousness. But that was not so easy. When he started talking, he was criticized. Initially, Prakashananda Saraswati criticized Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Okay, for whatever he was doing. They thought that he was a sentimentalist. Right. Then, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, left Varanasi and came to Vrindavan. After that. Now, though Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to Vrindavan, the devotees of Mahaprabhu, sometimes devotees, they say, are more compassionate than the Lord. The devotees will give on these Mayavadis. So what they did, out of compassion, they arranged the meeting of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with all these people. They arranged for somehow, they made arrangements so that they can meet Prakashananda Saraswati with all his you know, endurance, 60,000 disciples. Okay. So when Mahaprabhu entered that place, what did Mahaprabhu do? We know the famous pastime. Mahaprabhu entered that place and he sat in a place where people washed their feet. And seeing this humility, all these people were attracted. Humility plus the effulgence which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu carried. They got very attracted and then they brought him to the Vyasasana. Now because they brought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the Vyasasana, what happened? That single act gave them Bhakti Shukriti, Bhakti Unmukhi Shukriti. And their devotional life started from there. And then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu made that kind of statement. What are you trying to do? Why? My, my spiritual master told me I am a fool. <laughs> so you just sit this and chant this. 
So then Mahaprabhu then slowly through his association he delivered all of them and he explained to all of them that this Mayavad Shastra which you all are doing was given by Lord Shiva as Shankar and Shankar he himself tells in Padma Purana to his wife Mayavada Asad Shastra you know, I am going to go down and give nonsense philosophy of impersonalism and you people think that is the truth you know, person who gives the philosophy himself can't have that philosophy right so Mahaprabhu convinces all these people and he convinced God and then he went to the Bindu Madhav temple in Varanasi where all these people came and started dancing with Mahaprabhu in Kirtan. So after the, the wild animals, four-legged animals, he went to the two-legged animals in Varanasi and he delivered all of them. Right? Now this Varanasi is the same place where Lord Krishna also delivered a lot of people. So many crooked kings were there. The Kashiraj, Kashiraj was there in the 10th canto of study of these things. Kashiraj, was supporting, you know, this guy, Kaundra. Kaundra was the one, he said, I am Krishna, right? Mm-hmm. So, Kashiraj was supporting Kaundra. Mm-hmm. So, and Kashiraj proclaimed, what did he proclaim? He said, soon I will send the head of my enemy flying to Varanasi. Who was that? Krishna's head. He flying to Varanasi. But in the battle, Lord Krishna killed Kaundra and then sent Kashiraj's head flying to Varanasi, right? The king who proclaimed, he will send Krishna's head, Krishna sent his head to Varanasi. So, when the head actually reached Varanasi, all the subjects were very happy. Oh, the enemy's head is there. Hmm? But then they realized that it was Kashiraj's head. Hmm? And when Kashiraj's son saw his father's head, like the severe head, what he did? He did a tantric yagya. You know? What is tantric? You know? Black magic type yagya. He did. Hmm? What is the voodoo in English? He did all that and sent a fiery demon to uh, Dwarka hmm? to kill the Lord. Hmm? But Lord Krishna's Sudarshan Chakra's heat was much more powerful than this fiery demon. So in the heat of the Sudarshan Chakra, this fiery demon also ran away. He was also finished. Right? And this fellow ran toward Varanasi. Again, Varanasi. All these aspects come to Varanasi somehow. <laughs> right? And as per the tantric mission, what happens now? If the tantra fails, then it will come and attack the person who started the whole thing. Right? So it came chasing behind him and killed you know, everyone. So Kashira, priest who did that whole tantric idea, the tantric. Kashiraj, uh, the, the demon. So everyone was killed in that Varanasi. So Lord Krishna also delivered and, and in fact he gave him mercy in that day. Whoever is killed by the Lord, obviously they attain a higher destination than in personalism. Right? So everyone benefited. Hmm? Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, from pra, uh, similarly when he was going from Prayag to Vrindavan, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu develop ecstatic symptoms. Hmm? He saw a coward boy playing the flute hmm? and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went into Ashta Sattvic Bhav and he started foaming in the mouth. Hmm? Right? So what happened? There were a lot of these Pathans who were there. Hmm? Pathans, the Muslim Pathans who were working for the king. So when they saw this and Mahaprabhu was with all his devotees, right? And devotees are generally they, you know, very simple. So they thought these were all you know, some beggars and thieves who are trying to exploit the saintly personality. So, they mistook the poor people and they thought these people have administered some poison to this person and that's why he is foaming in the mouth and they wanted to punish the devotees, his patans. So, the devotees then, devotees also sometimes they have to use partners. They will not say this is Ashta Sadhvi Where will the patan understand all those things? So, they said that he has epilepsy. You know, that is why he is like this and then they waited for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to come back into consciousness. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to this original state, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also supported the same version. <laughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that yes, 
you know, I have this problem. That is why all this happened. Now, so though Mahaprabhu also tried to trick them, one of those Patans was very pious by nature. So he saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's effulgence and he started discussing the various aspects of Puranas. In fact, he started discussing the Purana. He started discussing his own faith, the impersonal aspect of the Lord with Mahaprabhu. The Lord Mahaprabhu told him that in the Quran, actually, towards the end of Quran, the Lord is actually not declared as person. Mahaprabhu told him that towards the end of the Quran, the supreme personality of Godhead is discussed as blackish in color, in complexion, and therefore you have to chant the Hare Krishna Mahaprabhu. He gave this to the Patan also. <laughs> right. And therefore the Patan became initiated by God, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he was given the name Ramdas. And then he was told, now you propagate Krishna consciousness amongst all the Patans. <laughs> you go there. Right. So, in fact, it is said that because of this preaching, we have what is called as the Pathan Vaishnavas today. So all these, so a lot of people in Pathan uh, category who are uh, Krishna devotees, who are chanting devotees. So in this way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave mercy to everyone. In Srimad Bhagavatam 5th canto, after the hellish language description, Parikshit, hellish language description is very, very vivid. Kumbi paka, blood, pus, stool, hair, urine, you know, and you will get a body where, you know, you can't even get rid of the body. You continue paying it. You will go through terrible pain, right? And you will not even become unconscious, right? So it's horrible, that section. At least 26, 26 or 28, 26 finished planets are described. So, after hearing Parishit Maharaj, his heart is overwhelmed with compassion. So he's asking, Sukhdev Goswami, how are these folks going to be delivered? Hmm? Okay, now just imagine. He himself had seven days to He should have thought, okay, I am going to die, you know, just like the prisoners, you know, who are afraid of death. He, he could have been all of himself, you know, thinking about his own death. But he said, how can you uh, deliver these conditioned souls, right? And he's asking that. So he's simply not happy. Saying that, okay, I have got Krishna Katha, I am sorted out. His thinking is not like this, right? So he's thinking of others' deliverance. This is another example of the compassion of Krishna. Just like Narad Muni to Prachin Bhadi in this section. Canto 7, Prahalad Maharaj also asks for the deliverance of his father. He says, please pardon the father. But he does not restrict to his father. Immediately after that, he says, he talks about all the other conditioned souls who are immersed in Maya Sukha. He's telling that you know, Lord Narasimhadev, you know, and he's beseeching Lord Narasimhadev, please deliver those people also, not just my father. So, a devotee does not think about me, myself, my extended family. A devotee thinks of the whole welfare of the whole world. So, therefore, Prabhupada says one must take shelter of such a devotee. A devotee is ready to suffer on behalf of others. Example is given of Jesus Christ. Right? Jesus Christ did that exactly. Give me all the sins and let me go to the cross. Similar prayer was done by Vasudev Dutt also. He prayed to Lord Chaitanya that let me take the sufferings of everyone. Let me suffer, Lord Chaitanya. So therefore, Lord Krishna therefore says that he says that, you know, that uh, what is the famous verse? Aham naham tishthami vaikunte. Yoginam Radayeshuva, Yatra Gayanti Madhvakta, Tatra Tishthani Narada. Which means I don't decide here, I don't decide here, I don't decide there. I decide in the heart of my devotee, who is always who is very attached to me and who always carries compassion and mercy for all my other children who are suffering. That's why I sit in the in such a compassionate and merciful heart. So therefore, Prabhupada is hammering this, that one therefore has to take shelter of such a liberated Acharya who is compassionate and hear from him the authorized statements from the 
scriptures. Then things will become very clear and one can properly execute Krishna consciousness. Because these sadhus, they do the most important welfare activity. So, we will end the class with a small story. So, once upon a time, there was a rich old man, a rich old man, who divided all his property equally amongst his uh, uh, three sons he had. So, everything was divided equally amongst the three sons. But he withheld one thing. He withheld a very expensive diamond ring with himself. He said, I am not going to give any of you. You have to do a test. You have to pass a test. Whoever passes, that fellow will get. What is the test? He says, go into the outside world and do a most noble activity. Do the most noble activity and report back to me. Okay? On what you did. And then I will assess all three of you and I will be the final judge. So, he sent all the three sons. The first son came back and narrated to the father that actually, you know, with the money that you have given me, I uh, started a small, you know, I wanted to start a small business, right? But what happened? I was discussing this idea of me starting a business with an elderly person. But this person, he said, no, 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 why do you want to put money? I will give you wealth. So he gave me all his wealth, even without a contract, no agreement, nothing. He gave me all his wealth. And then I did business. And then what happened? My business was successful. And I also honestly reciprocated with that person. And returned with interest, whatever he had given. Okay. So very noble act. So the father said, very good. Very good. This is a very honest act. Because basic etiquette means if someone helps you, you give something back to them. So you have done a very honest act. But no, you are still not quite done. It's not a noble act. Though it passes all the, it ticks all the you know, boxes of honesty, right? So it's very good, but still not quite good. Second son came. Then what did you do? He said, uh, there was a small child who was drowning. I felt sad, oh, small child drowning. So therefore, I jumped into the ocean, risking my life, and I saved that particular child. So the father said, that is very good, what you have done. Any human being should do that. But, to be worthy of my diamond ring, you have to still do a higher act. Because what you did was, you saw a needy person, okay, and you did some good for the person, okay, which is good. Then the third person, third son, third son said that, Father, I was grazing sheep, sheep, I was grazing them, and then as I was grazing them, I went to a cliff. You graze the ships and the ships gradually climb up. When I was when I went there, I found I was grazing ship. There was one fellow from the enemy camp. <laughs> there are enemy camp also grazers. Okay. So he was sleeping there, very envious fellow all the time, right? But he was sleeping at the edge of the cliff, and I saw that he was slowly rolling. He did not realize he was in deep sleep, and he was about to fall off that cliff. So what I did, I went immediately and woke him up. I said, hang on, you are in a very dangerous situation right now. Wake up, else you will fall down. So the father said, take this diamond ring. And the father said, the first son, he gave mercy to a person who was good to him. Which is good. The second person gave mercy to someone who was needy. It was a small child. But you gave mercy to your enemy, who was envious. You still went and gave him 
you saved his life therefore if you can have this kind of a compassion that you know papa pashanda nahi mane kaliyuge avatar chaitanya nitai papa pashanda nahi mane so you don't consider the ruffians the rascals they will hit you with a bottle on your head but lord nityananda you give us to those people so jagaya matai ko so similarly rupa is bringing this point also so rupa says that devotees are compassionate in several sections purpose devotees are compared what does it say uh, what are the six qualities suhrada sarva dehinam ajata shatra shanta sadava titikshava karunika suhrada sarva dehinam ajata shatra shanta sadava sadhu bhushana so devotees are compassionate not only to people who are normal or who just appease him but also to people who are showing hatred towards them and that is the highest manifestation of mercy when you reach out to the people who don't like you but still you work for their welfare by giving them genuine product of krishna consciousness so in summary we, we started our class with a small girl who gave hope to that particular criminal in the jail so we talked about how vaishnava gave a ray of hope naradmuni sitting in prachin bari till that you know, persistent to give the ray of hope second we talked about krishna consciousness being the only way of escaping we talked about that where the simple people of this world are misguided by the so called pp what is the philosophers actors all these people all these these okay so therefore prabhu is saying take shelter of the book bhagavatam and the person bhagavatam then we talked about person bhagavatam how person bhagavatam is as important as the book bhagavatam because they teach you how to they will assist us guide us with their compassion how to implement we gave we talked about examples from lord chaitanya leela from lord krishna how they delivered parikshit maharaj prahlad uh wait and then we talked about this diamond ring where we talked about the highest dharma being given to even enemies or envious people so therefore prabhupada says you know here in this purport that unless one takes shelter of such a liberated acharya one cannot escape this cycle and stop the class here 9 o'clock and any questions or comments yes ma'am
So even Lord Krishna does not take away the free will. Tathastha Shakti means what? That there is a choice to either go back to the spiritual world or to enjoy in the metal world. Unfortunately, we are Tathastha Shakti. If we were only part of Krishna's, what is that? Antarangi, Bhairangi and Tathastha. So we were, you know, we were never susceptible to fall down, then yes. But we are susceptible to fall down. All Jeevas are susceptible to fall down, except the Lord Himself. Every Jeeva is susceptible to fall down because we are Tathastha. Therefore, always there is a choice. If we exercise the right choice, then we can be delivered. But even after knowing everything, pashya napina pashyati, then still we go back and do the same things. Then, bahu janma kari. For example, we all know attentive chanting is important. Are we still doing it? No. I mean, I am not doing it. Okay. Again and again, we are hammered. Bahu janma kari, shravana kirtanam, like that. Every morning, we say that. Not to blaspheme Vaishnavas, to chant attentively, not to maintain mental attachments, even after hearing so many inspections in this matter, not to disobey the other spiritual master. But even after all this person, Bhagavad, book, Bhagavad, still when we are struggling, what to speak of the world, when will you know, they come to this platform? But the ray of hope is there, but one has to take advantage, otherwise. Not possible. So then the offense will transform material world? Material world will continue. Material, that's why Krishna created the material world. He says, when one dark corner, I have created a jail. Will ever jails go away from this world? No. People will always, there will always be lawbreakers, despite all knowledge of constitution. Even in government, you know, years back when I was hearing Radha Gopinath Prabhu's CD, SSR, he said, even in Switzerland there is a jail. In Switzerland, Switzerland is not like India, you know, people are walking naked and children are begging on the streets and all that. Even in an opulent country, Sweden, etc. Still, there are economically well off countries, there is jail. Because people will commit crime out of lust, out of greed. This will continue because it's there in them. So, till the detergent powder of Harina cleanses, Harina can be given to you. You can keep a nice detergent powder in your house, but you have to put it in the water and you have to soak your clothes in that. Otherwise, you will have all the nice things, like saying, you know. One, doc, one uh, patient went to the doctor and said that, you know, I have been going to this doctor and I followed the instruction also, but I didn't get cured. Why? Because he said, that, you know, keep the lid tightly closed. That is the instruction I followed. So I never opened it and took the medicine. <laughs> so what is the point? <laughs> you went, you spent money, everything you You didn't take medicine. So it's like that. Sorry, stop. I'm fine. Interaction of Bhagavad Gita. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.